And action! Welcome back to another edition of Rip Thrill Podcast. It is episode hashtag 27. Welcome Shawnee T. Tobin in the house. I'm What's here. up, baby? I'm here, man. I'm here. It's been a big week, Mitch. <laughs> it has you. You had a big weekend last week. Yeah, yeah. I was down in uh, down in Melbourne with with Gary, so we had a, a night with uh, the little master. Um, little, is, it a, is he a little master? Who's the little magician? Uh, Zorko. Zorko a magician. Hum- but wasn't I don't that Jeff Farmer? Wasn't he the uh, the magician for? He had a fair wizard, wasn't he? He was the wizard as well. Yeah. I think yeah, the magician at the moment Zorko. Well, that's what I hear on the. Like commentating and stuff, but yeah, yeah how'd you go last week? <laughs> no, 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 it was good. No, it was good. So we had a uh, we had a really two big nights, eight hundred people, yeah. um, crowd Melbourne. Uh, had some special guests. So I had Stephen May from the Melbourne uh, oh. Football Club and Jagger Amir from from the Hawthorne Footy Club. Stephen May, if you see this, I know you probably won't, but thanks for replying to my text last night about getting a little sneaky phone call in. But keep going. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Well, he said he, he, I know we say this all the time that a lot of people don't miss the show, but uh, that they, they they love the concept. So, yeah, I heard that. Uh, that was a good one. And then we had uh, Maddie Stokes and, and Andrew Mackey Stokesy. as well. Stokesy was there, so he was a bit of a crowd pleaser. And then he is, isn't he? Um, well, he works the crowd well. Good oh, absolutely. Him. And and talking about working the crowd well, Billy Brownless and Liam Pickering did a very good job as well. So oh, shout out um, Billy Brownless and Liam yeah, Pickering. Absolutely. So a big couple of days. But what about yourself, mate? How's the how's the week been since we last caught up? Uh, it's been all right. Obviously, I've gone back to preseason somewhat of a um, turn up, I guess. Uh, I went to the Monday, the first session with the boys. Uh, obviously. You try and show face because we've got a pretty young group up here and uh, we had a few of the older boys go down Lockie Neal as well. So that was um, it was pretty cool. And Jared Lyons, as you see my Instagram post that we chucked up. I all, saw that. They were all looking pretty happy and shit, but it was actually pretty hard. Um, yeah. Fake, so, it till, fake it till you make it. Yeah. So w- when do you officially get back? Like when are you yeah, supposed to be yeah. walking through the I'm doors? not back till December 2nd. So I've still got like two weeks to get my affairs in order, yeah, um, making yeah. sure my skin files are coming down. So I got, you know, lactose-free coffee, all that kind yep, of shit. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I feel really good. I went back on Monday, you know, the training, that they're getting flogged early, which is always fantastic. But had that, and then I went to train last night. So I'm just kind of just seeing where I'm at, type thing. Um, so that's why I went back early, because you, you get a bit wiggy this time of year. You're like, oh, fuck, have I done enough? Have I yeah. done, not done enough? Oh, and also shout out to my mum. She um, said to stop swearing so much, because she, she's Jehovah's Witness. And oh, she, okay. yeah, yeah, she yeah. was filthy. She's like... I'm not no, angry, I'm just a little bit disappointed that he keeps swearing so much. So okay. I'm trying not to swear on this. Um, okay, Mama Robertson, we'll go yeah, keep Mama it Robinson, down. Yeah, Mama Robertson, yeah. We'll keep it down. Uh, speaking of shout outs, one last one before we get started. Uh, Michael Zarafa, uh, as you can see in the hoodie today, we're, we're, we're on Team Zarafa at the moment. So he's uh, he's flying in next month. We're taking on Jeff Horn, and um, he's uh, the prep's all ready to go, actually. They've you got four weeks out. Give me one. Uh, I'll get you one. I'll get you one. We'll, Michael, I got Well, I, Puma do such a good job of looking <laughs> after you. I can't not wear Puma. Right? Yeah, I, I, I was going to wear a Puma hat, but I'm like, I'm just rocking Puma, Puma, Puma. I was like, I'm look like Tom Rockliffe. I don't know if anyone knows this. Well, everyone probably does, but he rocks out of ass all day, every day. Oh, okay, yeah. Like full kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like B-boy dancing, like break dancers and stuff. <laughs> like it's it's at another level, but... Um, what were you going to say? Uh, no, no, oh, we'll, actually, we'll, on, the fo- on the fighting scene, yeah. did you watch the Hall and Gallon? I, well, it was during the show, so I couldn't I couldn't mm. watch it, but everyone was trying to get to a TV. I reckon it was... Okay, well, my little opinion on it, I thought Barry Hall was fucking... Oh, sorry, Mum. I thought Barry Hall was really good. He um, It's his debut, so it's like... Gallant's had nine pro fights, so he knows what his routine is, um, walking out, like all the nerves and stuff's kind of... Um, you get used to that. Yeah. It's like AFL, like... Can you imagine playing your first fight, or your first game, and like I have done it before, in front of 95,000 people and yeah, a few yeah. million tuned in, uh, kick three goals and... Six tackles, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But he, like, for fighting, it's so different. And, like, you can yeah. spar. Like, I've sparred a few times, and it's from that, from, from pads to sparring is ridiculous. Oh, and yeah. I can only imagine from sparring to a real fight. But yeah. it was actually a good fight. They called a draw. I, th- I had Barry on points because I'm 
Oh, I love. I don't. More, I, don't I hate NRL. So yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. AFL, AFL fan. But yeah, I think there was a few people that were yeah. saying that too. And, and, and it's funny. Like Stephen May, I was talking to him about it on Friday night. So Baz was actually a specialist coach at the Suns for. Oh, was he? towards the the back end when I was there, and he was doing more one on one coaching with the the big boys. And obviously, one of those was Maisie, and he said, "Mate, he was he was built. Yeah, like he's the, a brick shit house. And he, like in in his, in his heyday, like I don't think he was that ripped ever. And he looked yeah. he looked menacing. Yeah. He looked huge. So I wouldn't be jumping in a ring with nah. that. Nah. Yeah. So props to Gallon as well. Like he, mm. he has a monster chin, kept walking walking forward the whole night. And Baz is quick, so yeah. he's forty two, man. I can't even imagine if he could have had a good career if he went like start at thirty. Oh, well, the rematch has to be on, so we're going to see. I might try, I might try and get on the undercard. <laughs> yeah. and, and any of you NRL people that weigh around 80 kilos, which yeah. probably none of you guys, I'm ready to fight. Uh, well, we're, we're going to have to get you down to the uh, <laughs> to, to ringside next next month when yeah, Jeff, yeah. Jeff Horn and uh, Michael Jaffer take on each other. So that should be a good one as well. We'll I wear a fur jacket, try and yeah. stand out. Gold chain. Gold chain. I got White a lot, suit. I got it all. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's let's tuck in because you, you made some headlines during the week uh, <laughs> with yourself and, and Little Master himself between your, yeah. your two skateboarding antics. <laughs> yeah, we did. I was with him when he saw your video and yeah. uh, we had a good chuckle about it. And um, it looks like you've, you've got some tricks up your sleeves. Uh, yeah, I used to skate a fair bit back in the day. Like growing up, I was a bit of a runner my kid. So I was at the skater, I was a bit of a punk. So I had like the tight black pants, leather jacket type shit. Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. I had like dyed black yeah. hair, you know, yeah. the whole thing. So I was Avril Lavigne. <laughs> you were the skater <laughs> boy. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, yeah, so I, I used to skate a lot. And I used, to, like, I used to do like motorbike riding and I was really into the jackass stuff, like jumping off roofs into trees and shit. So it was always fun back then. But no, nah, so I used to love skateboarding and I was probably taking that more serious in footy in my teenage years. So when I saw Gary Ablett do that double kick flip, I was like, this bloke, I was like, get off the grass for starters. I know he's in cotton wool, but yeah, yeah. I, I thought it'd be funny just to go down the park for a little razz around and shout out to Fast Time Skate Shop for giving me about 10 bucks off my skateboard. That's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Buddy. I really appreciate that, guys. Uh, oh, very nice. No, nah, but it was good well fun. Deserved. It was like, I don't know, you got to have a life outside of footy. Now, that's kind of the next topic we got here with Charlie Kerno um, yeah. playing basketball and hurting himself. But um, you got to have a life outside of footy and... Like footy is so consuming, man. It's a twenty-four hour job, really. Mm. Um, so when you when you finish, like for the day, you just got to switch off. And I can link that to coming to Brisbane, like you know the media world and the footy bubble and all that kind of stuff. But when you, if you have like a little uh, a love for something, you just you, you want to do it unless yeah. you don't go balls out. Like we can talk about Ollie Wines, how he hurt his shoulder when he was wakeboarding, but he's actually yep. a really good wakeboarder and he's been doing that since he was a little kid. So yeah. you don't go changing stuff that makes you happy. Like yeah, I know footy. Like everyone, I think it was um. Big coins, he came out and like, go on, you're the captain of the club, you're making all this money, yeah. you can't put yourself in harm's way and stuff. But that's all fair and uh, you know, fair and good, but you've got to have a life outside of football. But I, I don't know any AFL player that's putting themselves in a position to, to harm themselves. No, you don't do anything that you – like, I would love to go skydiving and bungee jumping. Mm. And a lot of players do. I saw Marley Williams, like one of my boys he, um, from North Melbourne. He went uh, bungee jumping, I think in New Zealand maybe. Like, that's, that, that's fun as, like, but – Realistically, in a contract, we're not allowed to do that stuff. Like yep. um, extreme sports and putting yourself in life's danger and stuff. But yeah. oh, you just got to have fun like in your life. Because yeah. footy's only like the average career goes like four years or something. So. Is it more important now because, I mean, you touched on it there. I mean, I think people look at it and go, oh, they could physically hurt themselves. Yeah. But they don't see the mental release that actually comes from yeah. being able to switch off. I mean, I, I, I mean I'm... I've caught up with a couple of boys in the last week and, again, I mean, the, the, the feedback that I'm getting is the reason the break's so important, it's not just to give the body a rest. It's nah, to it's just the give mind. the mind. Switch like, that mind off. Yeah. Like, so, what, like, explain to us the mental release and, you know, for t- someone like Charlie Curlino you know, to, to be able to go out and play ball and just be able to relax and switch off yeah. and socialise with your mates because, 
You also don't get to see a lot of your mates during the footy season. Yeah, exactly. No, especially basketball. Like a lot of players play other sports. Like I hit up um, our fitness coordinator and asked if I can play like touch footy. It's like, yeah, just make sure you like you do your, your normal warm ups and stuff. Like it's a non contact sport. Basketball is a non contact sport. We played a pickup game um, soon, like probably like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like it's just different from, <clears throat> you know, like you're boxing on a kind of extra fitness, but you actually, it's a good workout. And, mm. For him, it would have been good for him to test his joints out and stuff. Unfortunately, he got injured, but it was awesome to see Teague come out and be like, man, this guy, like, they need a release from football. You can't just put him in cotton wool for the whole offseason and expect him to do anything. And I think his knee was a bit of a freak knee-on-knee clash and stuff, but everyone does. Everyone plays basketball. And I think, like, Dugowie and Jack Rewild, they're doing, like, a – this is next level. They're doing, mm. like, a little thumpster, like a little um, – I think it's about – 50cc or something like that on a motorbike. They're doing like a little racing thing for Oz Open yeah. um, late November. And I was like, that looks amazing. Yeah. So yeah. if like if Rewalt, who's like probably one of the biggest names at Richmond, and Dugowie, who's arguably the biggest name in AFL as well, if they can go do that stuff, then basketball looks like a walk in the park. Yeah. Is, is it... By is the it way, I put my hand up to race those guys because I reckon I'd easily... Get, that's probably the easiest win I'd get against oh, those reckon? guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lock yeah. it in, lock it in. <laughs> it is funny because obviously we saw, you know, Ollie Wines this time last year really, you know, get get scrutinised for yeah, the, the he copped wa- it, man. Was it the wakeboarding yeah, incident? Yeah, when he hurt his shoulder. Yeah, and I suppose at the time, I mean, everyone was really going hard at him, saying, yeah. you know, why are you doing that as a captain of footy club? But again, I mean, it draws back to my earlier point. I, I don't see any AFL player putting themselves in a position of harm. I mean, you 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 go on a wakeboard knowing that you're very comfortable yeah. performing that task and that exercise. Mm. Um, you're not doing it if you think that there's a risk of injury. One hundred percent. I think it, I think it's more so the fact that. Um, we've, I think we spoke about it recently. Like the fans are so engaged, they want their player, like their best players, to be playing. Um, when I put up that skateboarding thing, um, I had like about a hundred comments saying, ah, "Don't go rolling your ankles. We need you. You shouldn't be doing that." Mm. And I was like, oh, "God damn! Like, let me do something else." And then just like put up footy and playing computer games and stuff. Like, yeah, come on, yeah, yeah, give me a break. But no, nah, it's all it's all good. Like, um, a lot of players that when they do that kind of stuff, they don't chuck up on the gram. So I don't yeah. know. It's something something different. But everyone does need the mental release and. Um, and if you hurt yourself, I guarantee you weren't putting that video up. If I hurt myself, I'll be like, uh, Fags, I was just like kicking the footy, um, went for a big yeah. run and I tripped in a hole and my ankle snapped. Yeah, yeah, believable. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Or I was like uh, playing with my dog and it bit my ankle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're just right. Like you're not putting yourself in a position of harm. Like you, no, you, you're no, looking I don't know. after yourself. I mean, it's just, it, it does seem a little bit funny with, with, with I suppose, how... Um, I suppose some people can take it, but yeah. it's also good to see, and you touched on there, I mean, the amount of fan engagement that came from the two videos. I mean, I saw Gaz this first You were time. dabbling. He didn't, he didn't hit me up. Well, I was, I was with like, him. I was like crickets in the background. I was like, this bloke. No, nah, I was with him. He wanted to message he you, worried, and he? he suddenly thought, oh, no, are we going to get in trouble? What have I started? What have we started? Like, My influence on this young guy. Yeah. Actually, young. I'm 30. Well, so he's probably well, like four years younger than me. He, he, he was a little bit worried, and he had a comment ready to go. I was literally with him when I showed him the video. Uh, and um, it's Abbott. funny. He, he said he, he, you mess, he messaged you in the end. Um, when he, Yeah, you left it like a... About a week later, and he's like, yeah. few emojis and stuff. Said good stuff, I think. So, saw the news cycle pass. Yeah, he's like, he <laughs> jump in now, but then you just swap across. You see, oh, Abler commented. I was like, it's pretty cool. Thanks, yeah. Abler. Only no. took you a week. I've told him well, so he yeah, knows. He know. knows how to yeah, play. You have, you have. Um, um, draft day. Yeah. So um, welcome. Yeah, I it's mean, today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, I want to say that. Let me just double Is it check. Today? I'm pretty I mean, sure it's next week, man. I'm pretty sure it's today, but um, let me just double check. <laughs> that double to make check sure that. We're on. I'm pretty confident it is. Um, what is well, either, even if it's not, we can run through a little bit of some some. It's next week. 
I told you. Yeah, it's definitely next week. Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm, my calendar's all over the place at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm that's right. Shawnee T's has been, a, you know, he's getting ahead of himself. Michael Zarafa, talking about boxing. Little magician doing all that stuff with Gary Abler. Like, he doesn't really give a shit about the podcast. No, no, no. No, well, that's not true. I, I was trying to tee this up a couple of weeks ago when uh, our, both their schedules were colliding too well. But no, no, so we've got another week before the Okay, the, so we'll run through draft day anyway. So, yep. um, obviously, we'll go through my experience. Um, I was a bit of a late bloomer, so... I went to draft camp. I didn't do too well in my interviews. I'm not going to lie. So the biggest thing I thought about going to my draft camp interviews was like, just be honest. Yeah. Just be honest, Robbo. Rookie. Oh, just, yeah, Real I was rookie. Dumb. I had to, I should have been lying through my teeth, but I've heard a little few quirky things that the um, coaches and some clubs have been asking players and it just goes over my head. Like, I don't understand. They try and put you on the spot. The questions might be dumb when they ask you, but like they're trying to see how you react under pressure and, and how my, how serious, like I get not how serious take it, but like, what your personality comes out like. Mm. Um, I think there's one about like uh, if you're driving and you have to hit like an elderly person or a young person or something in the car, what would you do? Like just oh, weird shit like yeah. that, man. So it's like obviously that question they're going to take like seriously. It's more like hypothetical. What are you going to do? Like are you going to <laughs> save a yeah. young person or you yeah. got better? I don't know. It must be like something behind I that. I saw but that, yeah. Yeah, my draft day experience, I had um, the, a few news cameras come around the house and I was – Expected. Well, Adelaide called me the night before. I'm like, so yeah. are you in Adelaide or are you in Tassie? No, I was in I was in Hobart. Yeah. yeah, back at home. So we didn't have like the go away to like a state or mm. a city and like everyone sit around and stuff. But yeah, big Adelaide called me the night before. I'm like, yeah, we'll take you to pick twenty something if you're still there. I was like, oh, that's sweet. It could be on Adelaide. Like my sister lived there at the time. Mm. Um, next minute, I was just slid hard. I think that took like. Collingwood told me as well. They took Dame Beams mid twenties, and then I just started sliding. I don't know who Adelaide took. Um. And then I got to like late thirties. I was like, "Oh shit, this isn't happening." Yeah, the camera crews were there and stuff, filming yeah. like the family and stuff. And then pick forty. Like I didn't even speak to the blues. Like I was probably, probably spoke to them like ten minutes max yeah. for the whole whole like a whole year of draft. I mm. just didn't even speak to them. And they picked me up. And then big big C Judd called me. Um, and then the rest is history. But pick forty, um, twenty two in the uh, history of most games played. Yeah, yeah. Who else is pick forty? Uh. Gaz, isn't it? <laughs> isn't yeah. It? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. No, nah, yeah. but he was a father's son. So that's, a, that's really son, counts. But still, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's still that still counts. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, tell you, I'll be taking yeah. that. Absolutely. It, 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 it is interesting, though. I mean, you, you touched on it there. The, the psyche that goes on for you know, a young kid. I mean, you, 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 oh, you, you've worked so hard for this moment. And yeah. um, to, to, I suppose, sit there and then kind of be told one thing and then obviously something else happened. I mean, yeah. that, there's emotions that's going through. If you get invited to the um, the draft day, like when they have mm. it at like a big, you know, they have it on Fox 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 Footy and stuff, yeah, I guess. Fox they have Hell, it there. Yeah. You pretty much like guaranteed to get drafted. I've seen a few blokes not get picked up. It's like Taco Fall. I don't know if you remember him um, for Boston oh, Celtics. He was yeah, like, yeah. I think it was <laughs> him. It was like the, yeah, he's like this huge guy. And like, I think he didn't get picked to like, I don't know, pick. 80 something or whatever yeah. the last one in the NBA was. So he was like sitting through the whole shit and then Twitter was going crazy. But if you don't get picked up there, it's pretty embarrassing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but, but at least you, you, only, you only go there if like a certain amount of clubs uh like I said they'll grab you if you're available. So yeah. Um but also another one, I've been getting like, a lot of questions about the trading and stuff, the live trades have been happening now. Yes, yeah, so I saw your club was pretty active. Yeah, we yeah. I think we we kicked it off. I think we kicked it off um one of the first ones we gave up uh an a pick sixteen to port. And then we got a later pick in the draft and a first round next year. And I thought it was pretty good. Obviously, you know, Portillo wanted to get something a bit earlier on in the draft. Yeah. Um, and I was speaking to the club, just double-checking everything and seeing what's up so I know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. I, I think, like, between pick 16 and 21, like, they're all kind of similar players and you might be able to get that mm. value in that area. 
I think our first pick's 21, 26 maybe. Yep. What do we get there? You got it there? So so just to give some context, so the, the deal that was arranged between Brisbane Lions and Port Adelaide, uh, Brisbane receives pick 29, yep. 71, and a future first round pick. Yeah, sweet. And Port Adelaide receives pick 16, 52, 55, and 72. Yeah. So in that, we want obviously, we still got a, a pick 21, um, 26, 29. So we still got three picks. So bunching him up in that area is good because mm. you kind of get the same value and the same type of players um, and what you're kind of expecting. It's not like pick one to 10, how you got those bolters. And then from mm. like 10 to 20, he's kind of the same bracket. And then 20 to 30 is like, Next thing, so correct. So in that regards, like we obviously clubs want to have more picks available for them on draft night because you can trade them to other clubs for points for father son prospects and the, all that kind of stuff. So yep. in that, and then next year, um, you know, it's all about looking forward as well. We might see someone that we want next year who's in that you know low bracket and and port. Fingers crossed, might go terrible next year and we get a real really good pick. Yeah, so, yeah, no, like yeah. You, you saw a lot of stuff going on with um. Was it Colin and Adelaide? Adelaide? Yeah. yeah. Well, like with the Liam yep. Stocker situation? Yep. Is that uh, right? Yeah, and it looked like Carlton was uh, – sorry, Adelaide Ad- potentially had the number one pick, yeah. you know, at the start of the season. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, th- th- those those scenarios absolutely play out. It's so much going on. Like, I, I've because I want to delve into a little bit of this management, maybe um, mm. going – so I think I've got a bit of eye for talent. Moneyball type Moneyball, setup. Moneyball, I love that movie. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yep. Brad, I could see you Brad doing Pitt, it too. Brad Pitt. I think I'd be able to just – I'm more so recru- I might maybe do recruiting because I like to talk to players and like okay, yeah, and get, try and hardball. Get to know so are. I've been hardball my whole career, so <laughs> I, know, I know exactly how to do it. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> uh, the the picks, so the picks, yeah, the yeah. picks, yeah. So obviously live trading on the night, um, and yeah, it's just one of those things that you know, future future picks. I think it's it's good for clubs to have, and we also got one from I think the 16 was probably the Dane Beams one that we had. So yep. Yep. Yeah, that's what they've been doing for the trades. So you've seen all those trades happening now. It's, it's, it's in regards to that. But uh, what else we got here? Uh, so there's been some news actually oh, coming through yeah, the AFL this week. Been, and yeah. and um, I suppose the, the way that we um, might really, I suppose, sort of approach this is um, the international rules. Yeah. So uh, you've actually played in a series before, Yeah, 2011 you? I was a fill-in. But now like the... Um, what is the requirements? Do you have to be an All-Australian first? Yeah. I think they can yep. still pick players who haven't been All-Australian, but they... Yep. they Touch on those ones first, and then get the ladder players. Yeah, but um, yeah. Now playing 2011, we got absolutely thumped. We got smacked. Yeah, on the Gold yeah. Coast, I think as well. Yeah. I don't even know yeah, what the score right. was, but it was it's more. Yeah, it was more of a holiday for the boys. Let's be honest. Yep. Um, but no, it, it was just bad timing to announce that the international rules is back. And and to be honest, players don't do not care about you know the international rules. I'm so so take us. So, so is that is that. Fact, like, that's fact. Like spoken to players and yeah, man, we talk yeah. about that. It. It's like yeah. at the moment, the international rules. Like we get a free trip to New York, um, and you can take your partners along with you. So yep. that's the the pre camp. So mm. what? I love that. Yeah. What? Yeah. For, for yeah, those who are listening, hard, in, the asterisks are kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. But this this is all going on during preseason. So players yep. like us, they're still working hard and stuff when they're over there. But it's they're in New York. So yeah, John, you got a big ass carrot in front of your face when you when yeah. you're training. But I think. When I say players don't really care about it, like it's just, it's just, it doesn't mean much winning. It, mm. it means like playing for your country is cool as, and if you win it, it's even better because you like you build a little bond and you get to understand other players and, um, and understand like the way they work with their footy, their recovery, get some inside yeah. ideas about how they go about their football and stuff. Like that stuff's cool and that's and like that's really valuable. Um, but everything else, like it's it's pretty much a footy trip, really. Like you go into yeah. New York, which is cool. There's very enticing. They're throwing some good cash at you to go over and play. And I'd rather them do that than have just anyone play. Like, yeah. so I think last time we saw that, we had a lot of big names in it. 
And yeah, that, yeah. That, that was cool. I didn't watch it, but yeah. it was still pretty cool. Like I know I watched the highlights, and Dane Zorko was a legend. He actually, yeah, should, yeah. If, if that was an actual sport, yeah. he should play it. It was but, a played over in Perth. Yeah, yeah. You don't get much out of it other than that, and. And obviously they've thrown a lot of cash at it, and they'll probably get back in ticket sales. But it's really yeah. no one really cares about. It. And I was just, I was like, oh, timing wise, like, yeah, on um, AFL harp on grassroots footy and putting money into grassroots and trying yeah. to get that going because I don't know, that's where the footy starts really, especially mm. in country towns. Like we saw John O'Brown come out the other day speak very highly of interleagues in Vic Country, how they they kind of can that and yeah. Then they announced um, they're doing international rules. So I was like, yeah. where's that money going? Even though they've offered up like, oh, if you want to play matches, you can you can touch it and like get, get some money out of this pot and you can play games against each other. I was like, yeah. what for? So so let, let me be devil's advocate for a second here just in terms of the yep. AFL's position. So yep. um, w- 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 you touched on it there, but c- could you make an argument though that the AFL international rules experience is good for players because it allows players in particularly the the top echelon to actually go away learn more about each other and i suppose build greater relationships um amongst the 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 top end talent the only reason i say that is you know i'm a massive nba fan and so many of the nba players say that the reason they put their hand up for the the nba dream team the the usa basketball team for the olympics is because they get to spend time with other top players that they never ever get time to spend alongside so you know the fact that we can take away that the best that our game has and and, mm-hmm. and allow them to to mingle and and build stronger relationships over in new york or over you know overseas as well i mean could you make an argument that that's actually a, a good thing for the players i'll make another argument how many of those stars of the game and stuff came down to australia to play basketball recently the, the american nba players mm. do they yeah. do they yeah, Half of them yeah. pulled out, man. It's like, yeah, what's the yeah. point of this? Like, yeah, they're yeah. not gonna imagine if someone gets injured in one of our like if Zorko, like, God forbid, if he went over and played again and got injured, I'd be like, mm. what for? Mm. Like, do a camp, do like a yeah. all Australian camp for a weekend, and everyone can go mingle and have fun and go to New York for that for a few days and do that yeah. thing. So, so, so the no, game I, itself, I, you don't like? No, I just don't see the point. Like, I've, I've yeah. played it, and it's like, well, yeah, it was fun. Like, but it's more like mm. the bonding trip just for the week. Like, it was you get yeah. out of preseason training, um, you go over there. You have some fun, catch up with the boys, get to know some new players. Like, that was pretty mm. cool. But yeah. other than that, like we're playing a game that means nothing to us. Like it's it's their okay, game, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's it doesn't make sense. Like why we're doing it? Like, yeah, okay, that's what yeah. I see. And if I was a club point of view, I'd be like, well, yeah, they're getting paid you know, thirty grand to play this thing or twenty. Or whatever. I don't know what it is. I, I've heard some ridiculous numbers thrown out to get those players to play. I just don't see the point in it. Good luck to them. They're going to have some fun in Ireland. Uh, they're going to do New York first and uh, venture over there. But yeah, I think it's a bit of a slap in the face of big country and. Um, a bit of waste of money, to be honest. Yeah, I think the AFL's in a hard situation here. I mean, they never they get... They are, but they like, never if, get, if they didn't they, keep they, doing it... They never it, make any friends. In, they, in they, 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 they're never winning. Uh, but, like, I don't know, man. It's just a tough one for me because... What... Uh, I don't know. Because I, I like the representative I aspect. like it. I'd love to see... When I they don't do, know like, whether international rules is... The, I mean, I, I've... I've Put my hand up and selfishly said, I've got a concept that I feel I can work when it comes to red footy. <laughs> but I, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to back over that again. But, I mean, oh. I, I, I like... I like the fact that the, every other game in the world seems to have a rep round and a, a representative yeah, yeah, type yeah. aspect. And then and we're I playing, feel like we don't. Yeah, but we don't, why are we playing Ireland in a, in a yeah. random hybrid sport? It's just, yeah, look. can't we just focus on doing like, an, like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, like the Victoria All-Stars game from twenty. Did you watch it? Uh, the 2010 one? I oh, think man, it, I don't know. It was ages ago. I think it was ages ago now. Bev was playing. So, yeah, probably 2010. Yeah. It wasn't bad, man. I didn't, like, like I'd rather go and watch that. Like, at least they're playing footy and... Yes, yeah, so I'm, you know I'm with mean? you there. They're getting yeah. something out of it. Like, they could do yeah. a bit of fitness, 
we know what's going on. They're not yeah. playing with a. With yeah. A, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what ball that is. You're not playing with a soccer ball. Yeah, it it, it doesn't it doesn't. I'd well. I'd be I'd be I'd love to see the viewer numbers. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I'd love to see who's tuning in and what actually if a, if they are making a profit on it. Well, they're just like oh, let's just pay these guys to get involved and go to on. I don't know. Yeah. I'd, if they did like a charity game over overseas in America and stuff, sweet. Yeah, they're playing yeah. AFL. Like yeah. showcase our sport, not fucking Ireland's. Yeah, Gaelic. Football, yeah, but I don't know. Do, do, would, would you have any suggestions on on how to to create an all stars type weekend, or or would you would you have one at all, or, or do you think the game doesn't need it? Because a lot of people feel as though the AFL does club football better than any other sport in the world, and mm-hmm. therefore we we should just you know if it's not broke, don't fix it. I mean, we, yeah, we'll 100%. just keep the way things are going. I mean, are you in that boat, or do you think there's ways that we? No, can I'd love it? Uh, like I've talked about it before, and, and I don't know if it's ever, ever going to happen. But if if we can play Gaelic, which is you no know, not much contact, <laughs> it's mm. a lot of contact really. Mm. If we can play that um, and get away with it, I don't understand why we can't do an actual rep game in the AFL. I reckon oh, I, I would love to be able to see the best play the best in AFL. Mm. Um, how that looks, how it works, when does that happen? I don't know, but it'd be something to see. And we had glimpses of it, obviously, when you play, you know, um, Vic versus Adelaide and all the yep. ref footy we used to have back in the day. Man, some of those team photos, I was like, God damn, yeah. that looks so good. Imagine yeah. I don't, I didn't watch those games. I mean, imagine watching mm. that. Mm. So I think we definitely need something. Um, I've been to a couple Origin matches, and they're so different because of the, they're so passionate oh, about it. And that's it's a different. It's a whole world, different man. ball game, but. If we can emulate anything like that, it'd be so good. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah. I know you got your idea, but the, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to back over again. But <laughs> no. I, I, I do, I do like. We, the we need something, challenge. don't we? Like, I, well, I like oh. I like watching the NBA All Stars and seeing the yeah, three point cool. contest, the skills challenge, the slam dunk competition. I mean, there's so many aspects of our game. I can imagine having two players play horse. Well, imagine yeah, oh, kicking for goal. You know, you got to dribble along the That'd ground. Be cool as I could be cool, man. The really whole cool. crowd would get into it. Handball and challenge, kick challenge. Um, what else is there? There'd be so much that you could look at doing. Like who, Specky on the back. Who's the most skilled player in the AFL? <laughs> yeah. go, go you on, actually go see it. Yeah. Create a circuit, like a Ninja Warrior circuit where you actually yeah. have like on the main field. Have it realistic though. I don't have any Ninja Warrior circuit. Well, well, but like, they can be really, you know realistic like, about it. Create something that is so unique. But it, it is interesting and obviously uh, there's going to be a lot that's getting spoken about in the, the international rules, but yeah. we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah. Well, what are we at? I think we're at 30 minutes. Yeah, I think what we're else we got? Uh, well, I think that's um, I think that's uh, I think that's us for the for the week. Oh, there, there was one thing that I wanted to actually put to you though, in terms yeah. of um, just before we obviously wrap up. I mean, we're not in the business of preseason predictions. I mean, we make that known. This is yeah. a people's show. This is a players podcast. Yeah. Um, but one thing I did want to ask you is: is there one player that, and I'm putting you on the spot here, so it's a question without notice. Is there a player that you're most excited to watch next year or, or a player that you think will surprise the competition? Uh, because there's yeah. a few there, in particular through the trade period. Yeah. And obviously, uh, you know, we saw this year with Lockie Neal yeah, from that your was a particular of club. I mean, I don't think anyone foresaw Lockie having the year he had. No, I didn't. Uh, but I'm sure there's going to be players like that that either make the change or, or make the step up in terms yeah, yeah. of, I suppose, where their football is going to take them in, in, in 2020. So is there, is there anyone that you're really looking forward to or you think could be a bit of a surprise packet? Um, I was speaking to you earlier about uh, predictions and stuff. I'm not a massive fan on it and it's actually kind of a waste of space. When, when I see the – like, I'm about, I'll give you my answer. Mm. I just want to talk about that. When I and see we make like, that known. We're, we're yeah, not in the yeah, no. business I, of preseason I just, predictions. I just see, like, a lot of articles and stuff getting written for, for what um, – you can't make predictions on like teams like you got your you got your Geelongs, your Sydneys, um, who else you got? You know, Collingwood, Richmond's like they're gonna mm. probably play finals next year. 
Um, don't know about Sydney, but if you get Buddy up and running, is fair fair mm. chance. But when they start like when they start throwing like random teams, like are they going to win ten games? All the supporters are like, "How's Colton going to go? Are they going to are they going to play finals next year?" It's like yeah. I don't know. Like you don't mm. know. They could be terrible. They could be great. Like no one probably saw us finishing second ladder. See, I just don't like predictions. It doesn't like yeah. I know it's good chat. It's yeah. good, like good like a, and it's for for a fan like you're gonna you're gonna want to get involved in that kind of stuff. Like, but oh, it's just so annoying to see and like all these footy experts like oh they're tipping everyone to win Brownlows and mm. leading goal kickers and teams who are going to play finals. It's just like, oh, shut up. You're not a footy expert. You're a journalist. Just shut up. Yeah. Um, no offence to all the journalists out there. Um, prediction for a player that's going to have a breakout, uh, mm. kind of just going back on what I said, Sam Doherty. Yep. For yeah, Colin. Okay, like yeah. He's been out of yep. the game for two years now. Um, I've seen him yep. pre-season training. He's, he looks like he looks pretty good. He's Last season, he was all Australian, and then he's just gone, mm. I think he's double knee. So that's not yep. great. But I really think he's going to have a breakout year and, um, and that's going to be great for for Colton. They're going to get him and if him up and running in the back line. You got Kate mm. Simpson, a couple of young blokes there. You got your boy Eddie Betts, who's going to kick fifty goals apparently, yeah, yeah. and they're going to be the best team going around. But yeah. I'm actually excited to see how they go. I'll be watching them. Like yeah. obviously that's my old club, but yeah. I'll be watching them. But yeah, I think Stan Doherty is going to have a breakout year. What about you, Shawnee T? I Shawnee T. I um, I've got two. I've got two. So one I hope for. One so, so like you with Sam Doherty. Yeah. I like. I like the idea of, of Jack Stevens at Geelong. I'm, I'm yeah, hoping that he okay. can. I, I think he'll remind Man, everyone. Second, like he was, he was such four a four-time best and fairest. He's winner. a very good player. Yeah. They got him for donuts. Yeah, so. I, I think he's going to remind, or hopefully, I, I hope for him yeah. that he, he's able to remind the competition the caliber of football that, uh, that he's capable. That's of. actually a good point. Man. Um, he's, a, he's a good player. So I think I think he's the one that that will fly on the radar for the preseason. Then when yeah. competition starts, I reckon he'll be okay. Yeah. Um. And and the, and the one he's a good he's a good trader for Tim Kelly goes out he comes in. Yeah, I, I think I think it could be a really good addition to that Shit, team. Man. Um. But I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right now. Jack Martin. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. He can play, man. Like people keep sleeping on him. He he. No one's sleeping good, on him, man. He's, he's his a name's good player, not man. not not like, in the paper. I keep everyone. I keep like talking to like we we like I I'm I think a change of environment for him. Yeah, does wonders, be, man. I can uh, incredible for him. Like I'm uh, um, pure evidence for that. Yeah, and I'm 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 rooting for him, man. I'm Jack I'm, Martin. You got to come on the show, man. Oh, I wasn't man. talking shit about you the other week. I was just I'm coming. I was I'm speaking oh, on I'm, two perspectives. I'm in his corner. I'm I'm like I'm gonna be. No, nah, he, if he gets to where he wants to go. Um, the Blues, he'd be he'd be a great addition to them. And yeah. I don't think anyone's sleeping on him. Everyone's like, I know there's a lot of haters no, out there. I, I think like, it's oh, just what, that whole out of sight, out of mind with with Queensland. Like, yeah. and and we've spoken about. Oh, that, that's you true. Know, that's a very very when true. you're when you're in Queensland. I don't think there's people, bubbles, man. Yeah, I mean, I think people forget. Like, yeah, mate, he is he is going to be a really good player. Yeah, no. Nah, well, good luck to uh, Jack Munn. Hopefully, he gets where he wants to go. Absolutely, um, and that's our only preseason predictions. We're not doing any more. We're not in this. They're more hopeful than predictions. Yeah, we're, and this is people that we want to do well. Yeah, like, we're, exactly. We're, 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 exactly. Root, we're rooting for him. So, um, yeah, no, nah, yeah, I reckon he'll be good next year if he gets to Carlton. Yeah, I think he'll be a great addition. But that's all we got for the Rip Through Podcast. I want to give a shout out to Sure Audio Microphones who have looked after us. Endlessly with our gear, we also have who you got? Seven AFL, Seven Telstra. AFL, Telstra AFL. You guys are awesome. Um, M Wave Computers, who hopefully gonna hook me up soon. BenQ, love you guys. That's uh, that's the shout outs I like to do. They're yep. my predictions that you guys are the best. Yeah, um, number one footy show right now. Only footy show right now in uh, November. Whatever we. That's true. That's true. And I'm still buckling. Sick of seeing his bloody head yeah. everywhere. Yeah, God damn! Oh, we have to call him next time. I reckon. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get him on. He, he's he signed already. Show, him and Daniel. You sold out. I yeah. seen one. I saw him on TV ads the other night. Um, Goran John, what was it? Oh, he's he's blowing up though too. 
goes. Something's like they're talking. Oh, it's like a TV ad. It was on the Barry Orfield like TV ad for the Fox Tour, like talking about draft day, and he's like, uh, yeah. "Oh no, he sold out. Whatever. I still like him, man, but he sold out." Yeah. yeah. Um, that's all we got for you today. This will be on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Facebook updates, Instagram. Um, we're big on YouTube now. How big on YouTube? Yeah, they, they, yeah. Look out for YouTube. That's, that's fine. Yeah, but now, thanks so much for coming up, Shawnee T. Uh, appreciate always. you as always. Uh, let's get it, and we'll be back next week. Peace out, E Town. Get it. <laughs>